Hey guys, this is Thomas. This is Taylor. This is Ryan. And we're back again with another Three Dudes, One Blog podcast. This podcast is for the week of June 27th, I think. June 27th. Yeah, I think you're right. Something like that. This week, I'm drinking... Oh, God. The Moore Line... OTR over the Rhine Ale. So Ryan, what's your topic? This amber so ale next door, takes you back yeah, to 1800s over the Rhine, the German neighborhood where oh brewing was born in Cincinnati. It is reminiscent of I early settlers' ales brewed by OTR's finest oh, yeah. ingredients yeah, residents. Like like but now no, I've been to Motor before. S- oh, yeah, right. uh, sets the Not standard for today's craft amber ale. The but medium malt body is met with a subtle hop addition to give OTR well, I, I agree with him. a I perfect think it's balance. Better in the can, actually. New yeah, and recipe, you heard, and you heard it here first. It's better in the can. Yeah, I I think I do like it better in the can. It's weird. Well, it might just be because I don't know if I've had it very much since they changed the recipe. Yeah, that's fair. No, I haven't either. I can't even. I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I actually had a real OTR. Anyway, yes, I did move in next door. We share a wall now. Yeah, so we we basically live together. Ow, ow. I got a beer out of my fridge today. Yeah. <laughs> because I could. Taylor was having headset problems the other day, and I just walked over to his house to fix, fix them. Fix it. Which I forget even what it was. Anyway. It was, you can't plug your headset into USB oh, yeah, 3.0 ports. I couldn't figure out which one it was plugged into. <sighs> I really don't like my motherboard. Well, it's not necessarily your motherboard. You might be able to upgrade your USB 3.0 drivers to fix that. Ooh, that's a good point, which I probably need to do since Windows 10 happened. Anyway. At any rate, I bought a 1070. So that's a thing. Whoa. And then he immediately regretted it, but it was too late. Hashtag no regrets. Hashtag buyer's remorse. Well, I also just paid $800 to have my air conditioner fixed. Yeah, that would be the main problem. It's not that you regretted buying the card. It's just bad timing. (laughs) It was like... I I just check now in stock every few times a day just for funsies, and I saw that the 1070 was in stock at Newegg, and I was like, oh, well, I'll just look at this, and I pulled it up, and it was like 1070 plus a mouse, 480 bucks, and I was like, I guess, sure, whatever. Yeah. And then I bought it, and I, then I realized, wait a minute, I don't need this. What am I doing? Because what do you have right now? Do you have a 980 Ti? No, I have two 780s, and that Sly. That would explain the boxes. I don't know why yeah. I even asked that question. But that's the thing. So interesting tidbit of the day. I read that the new, I think it's the RX 480s. Yes. If you put two of them in a system, supposedly they overpower a 1080. Yes. Two RX 480s um, will probably uh, might like give you right over similar performance or a little bit better than a single 1080. <clears throat> so, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. It's kind of. It's kind of interesting. I actually looked at getting two 480s instead of a 1070 because two 480s is the same price or well, uh, roughly the same price as a single 1070, about 450 bucks. Yeah. So two 480s can outperform a 1070, but with my small case. There's also more problems, though, because that's Crossfire, right, at that point? Right, yeah, you're running Crossfire, and Which, then you always have to worry yeah. about there's all, multi-GPU scaling. all sorts of different problems that come up with that. There's configurations you have to deal with. So, if, I mean, if you're used to it, by all means, you know, why not? But on the other hand, you know, I don't, I don't see why. There's ah. a bird. George, 
There's a bird in the window by the door. It's just sitting up there. Just checking it out. He's scoping your place out right now. He's like, what can I poop on if I get in there? Georgia just like, she couldn't even see it, and she knew there was a bird over there. Georgia got halfway to the bird, and they gave up. (laughs) She's too sleepy. Anyway. So who wants to go first? Because we talked about I will go first. How's that? All right. Because I have a somewhat lame, but I think interesting topic. The best topics. Um, so, they really Blizzard. Uh, Overwatch is happening, right? They're kind of monitoring things. Competitive came out uh, very recently. But what's interesting is that they decided to do a nerf. Not the McCree- Widowmaker nerf, but a nerf to Torborn. Torborn? T-Burn. Torborn. T-Burn. On only consoles, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting. And the, apparently, I believe, if I remember correctly, the reasoning for, for them doing it is because with aim assist and the fact that you don't have a mouse and keyboard, it's harder for people to hit the turret, and the turret hits you so quickly that it's, you know, imbalanced and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, what well, I. Well, th- is it imbalanced or are console players babies? Well, r- no, well so what yeah. I was. I was reading an article about it, and uh, they were talking about. Um, with the, the the way that, like, consoles and, like, the thing that you always talk about is, yeah. like, the why PCs are superior to consoles or whatever is, like, the it takes a second for, like, you to drag the the controller. To stick it. To, to the turret. Yeah. But uh, the turret right. locks on, like, instantaneously. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it the turret melts people before they have a chance to react. And people, right. I would, I would say to a degree, it, it's, it's not only just the fact that it's a different platform, like you're saying, and the fact that it's like they're console people, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it is the fact that like, it's hard. I feel like it's harder for me to do stuff under pressure with a stick than it is harder for me to do stuff under pressure with a mouse. Like it's easier for me to aim to the turret and then start shooting it if it's shooting at me than it is than it would be with a controller. Well, and there's other, other things that are weird about Torbjorn and that, the cooldown for the turret starts the second you place it. Yeah. Where, like, a lot of people would argue the cooldown for the turret should start once the turret is destroyed. destroyed. Which, is that what they did on the console, too? I forget. No, I, I think, think they did, they did something that. to cool down. But I, the, necessarily what the, pa- the the nerf was isn't necessarily what I want to talk about. What I wanted to talk about okay. was the fact that, like, you know, I, which I was mentioning to you earlier, Microsoft is supposedly having this push where they're going to enable mouse and keyboard on the Xbox, right? And so we've already talked about the implications of that and how that might put them at an advantage over people that are just using the controller. What if it's in an FPS? Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. So how do you, as Blizzard, handle the situation where you want to put a patch out for consoles, even if it's not Torborn, it's someone else, right? You want to put out a patch for consoles because there's something that's harder to do with controllers than it is with a mouse and keyboard. But what if one of those consoles now supports mouse and keyboard? Like, are you going to start dealing with whatever inputs you're using? That, like, if you're using Doorborn, mm. you would have that nerf, while the other team would not if they're having a controller? Well, from what I was reading is Blizzard said from the beginning they were going to treat the console players and the PC players separate. Which, well, yeah, which they we were all think they should. keep them in separate baskets. And yeah. like... They were going to nerf if, – if something was out of whack um, on the consoles and it wasn't out of whack on the PCs, they would bring just the consoles in line, which this case was Torbjorn on PC had a win rate of like 59% or something like yeah, that, yeah. which is high, but 
reasonable. A lot of, lot of defensive Torbjorn positions. Torbjorn on yeah. consoles had a win rate of like 79%. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds so, reasonable. Seems, seems legit. Seems legit. Yeah. So yeah. They, they needed to do so. I'm not saying. No, I still agree yeah. that the patch needed to happen. But yeah, yeah. The, the, the broader topic of. What do they do? I, I think you just have to deal with it, the the minority. How many people are actually going to use a mouse and keyboard on Xbox One? Is the is the is a good question to start with, um, right? Yeah, I think that's the bigger thing. Is Blizzard and other developers can look at this mass data and say, okay, Xbox One is now supporting mouse and keyboard input, but yeah. we don't see any difference. If, and win rate. If two percent of your Xbox One player base is using a mouse and keyboard, and ninety eight percent are using, you're going to patch the you're going to patch the ninety eight for the ninety eight percent. Yeah, no, I totally. And agree. you're just going to deal like it's it's not a problem if they they nerf a character for the ninety eight percent majority. The people with a mouse and keyboard aren't even going to know the, the difference, nerf, really. Like specifically with this nerf, specifically, yeah. There is no difference in well there's there's no difference in the fact that like it doesn't negatively affect the mouse and keyboard players who are and playing as Torborn, for instance it's, it's because still it's all a level related play to the turn. playing field of it yeah it doesn't boost the the control of players while while still hitting the mouse and keyboard players yeah. or whatever everybody gets nerfed down um together uniformly. Now, now I suppose that wouldn't be the case for like more particular patches. Like if they were doing something to, like it's harder to hit headshots as Widowmaker on console. What if we made it easier? So then the guy with the mouse and keyboard was like, you know, shredding through people then because it was easier for him. Yes, or that's something. where it gets dangerous. Yeah. Of that would be like dangerous. That'd be boosting a character. They yeah. would be boosting something and making something easier. When you're going down and you're bringing everything down uniformly, that, who cares? It doesn't it doesn't inversely affect any party. That's when, a good point. I never thought about it that way. If you boost something up, you potentially that's there could where be you bits you don't danger. intend on affecting. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can kind of go either way with nerfs and buffs. It's just easier to manage with nerfs. Always easier to cut lower than it is to add on. Right. Well, because, like, for example, when <laughs> they nerfed um, Widowmaker and McCree. Yeah. Like, Widowmaker's uh, body shots We're... being nerfed means that Zenyatta Can and Tracer are much more reasonable plays against Widowmaker now. Yeah. Because it used to be a scoped up Widowmaker would kill you in one shot. And now you actually stand a chance against a good McCree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, McCree was just a different problem. Fan the pro, fan or fan the hammer. Fan the hammer for, against tanks was just so ridiculous. Yeah, in that a tank is supposed to be a tank for a reason, and for McCree to do three quarters of your damage with by pressing one button after stunning you and like, doing it for free, <clears throat> it was just insane. Yeah, it was stupid. So bringing him down to. At a maximum half the damage if he hits you with all six headshots or whatever it is. It's like yeah. 250 max now instead of like mm-hmm. 400 max. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, not that I'm even advocating that this topic is even more ridiculous, but the fact that 
even if Microsoft supports mouse and keyboard on the console, I would have to imagine that games who are also PC games aren't suddenly going to just magically recognize that their inputs are now mouse and keyboard versus controller. Mm -hmm. There will probably have to be a patch. It will probably have to be developer-supported. So this is all even assuming that these games enable mouse and keyboard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's... That's true in that, I mean, if you want to go into the broader sense of expanding, which is kind of where you were talking about, is if Xbox goes down, the, like they've gone down this path of they're saying we're yeah, allowing supposedly. mouse and keyboard on Xbox One, mm-hmm. it, I, it would be interesting to see, are there certain games that per- lock that down? Yeah, yeah. Um, like Call of Duty, for instance, of would Call of Duty block out Oh yeah, like not keyboard. allow mouse and keyboard on consoles, or would they? Mm-hmm. You know, who knows? Maybe they make because they say they did can. say in and the E three conference talking about cross play or whatever they want to call it between X play play anywhere. Play anywhere. There is going to be TM. There is going to be cross platform cross platform competition where appropriate yes or something like that uh-huh. basically they're saying if the pc players won't shred you so like we'll let them play with you forza horizon 3 or whatever is like, a good example you can, you can fairly race people via pc and xbox like there's no advantage i mean somebody could have the the actual the wheel. like wheel and yeah. might have an advantage but like but the wheel is compatible with the wheel is compatible and... with both whereas yeah. They aren't going to put Halo. I would bet is never Probably going not. to be cross-platform. But there, really? there, I mean, there are also examples. Well, it'll of, be cross. You can play it on PC and you can play it on. But they're Xbox, probably not going to let the lobbies mingle. Be, yeah, yeah, you won't let the actual multiplayer lobbies mingle. They'll they'll let and like that's what they even said. It was like Gears of War. I think they said horde mode and campaign is co-op. So you can cross-plat that, but PvP multiplayer... multiplayer is not going to be cross-play. Which makes sense. Yes. That is That, however, is not to say that all PC and console games are like PCs always better. I would say an example would be like Diablo 3. I enjoyed the console version better as long as you didn't have four people on the same console. Um, <laughs> so the PC version is almost always better. The only... I mean, the PC is just... PC is just always better. <laughs> That's what I Well, l- let me tell you why. Um, let me, let me, lay it down. Let me lay down lay the it truth down. bomb for Console you. Minecraft. You enjoyed the Found console so experience more because the, the, the controller layout, yeah. correct? You can plug a controller into your PC. Boom. Game. Mind blown. I don't yeah, know. so I, I don't know. think... I don't think that Microsoft allowing mouse and keyboard on Xbox One is going to hurt anybody. I no. think Halo, I think Call of Duty, I think Gears of War would all be A-OK in enabling mouse and keyboard support and never seeing any kind of impact from it. Because like Ryan was saying... Who's going to use it? Yeah, your player base is going to be very small. I mean, just about every console since the Super Nintendo has supported mouse and keyboard support. Yeah. The Very PlayStation few. 1, the Sega Dreamcast, the Nintendo GameCube, the PlayStation 2, the but PlayStation 3. But very few 3. of those games for those consoles have supported it, and even less people have used it. Right. I mean, like, PS3, one of the... Like, back in 2006, 2007, it was... Back in the day. 
it was a similarly big deal as it is now, which is to say not a big deal at all, that PlayStation 3 was going to support mouse and keyboards. And Unreal Tournament 4 or Unreal Tournament 3 or whatever, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Epic's attempt at bringing Unreal Tournament back supported mouse and keyboard on PS3. Champions. I was going to say, which one? The one that's current or the one back when? Anyway. No, the the one, <laughs> the sequel to UT 2K4 yeah. that did not take off. Well, um, as I also said, it also comes down to who's going to enable the support, who's going to use it. So I just thought it was an interesting fact that I, I don't want to say Blizzard's the first to ever do this because I doubt they are. I'm sure someone's done something similar to patch a console game separate from their PC counterpart. But... I mm-hmm. thought it was quite interesting to think about it in that manner. Well, yeah. I mean, in the other bigger, th- the big thing about... That's long. Yeah, it is long. <laughs> about the the Overwatch change versus other changes yeah. is that it's not simply a... Like, I'm, a lot of games have different kinds of netcode pieces for, like, hacking and stuff yeah, on yeah. PC. But the fact that the balance of the game is different on consoles is unique. It's really I cool. mean, it's kind of like Destiny has split up PvP and PvE stuff. Yeah. Of, like, tweaks to individual guns of, like, there's specific guns that are like, well, this gun has a 1,000% boost against PvE enemies. Oh, like a shotgun, Versus I think. PvP, yep. it is normal or mm-hmm. whatever. So, I mean, that's... That's a good example. Intra-game splitting of, like... Mm-hmm. Like, there was, I know there was the first big boost of damage of, like, they gave 100% increase to shotguns. Because nobody used shotguns in PvE activities. Right. But they were PvP monsters. So they're, like, 100% damage boost to all shotguns against PvE. (laughs) PvP, they reduced it by, like, 20%. So, Uh like, that's just inside the own game of, like... If you shoot this enemy, it gets a hundred percent damage boost. If you shoot on this enemy, it gets a twenty five percent damage reduction. Yep. So Bungie's so weird. Games are weird, Thomas. It was necessary. Games are balance, weird. But I was watching some video uh the Did You Know Gaming about the PS4 and I had forgotten that Bungie apparently had a hand in creating the dual shock four. I didn't know that. Yep. Like what part? Like, Sony took prototypes to Bungie or sent prototypes to Bungie and said, what do you think? And they said, oh, change this, make this, you know, do whatever. I mean, they didn't say, like, oh, Bungie mm. are the ones that said they should put a touchpad in it or anything like that. Like, it was just like, this we felt know weird. Bungie's not that stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so they just kind of, like, did why is there general stuff. Now, what's really cool is why? when you plug in your PS4 controller to your PC, the touchpad works just like a trackpad. I think it's because it's, it's just a trackpad. Mind-boggling. Really I think it's just a trackpad. Well, yeah. I mean, it's really cool, though. I mean, you it's know so cool, there's yeah. different inside guts of PS4 controllers? What? Continue. Like, the guts of a PS4s vary. So... I mean, the controllers the, or the console? The controllers. Okay, okay. That makes one sense. One of the Rooster Teeth employees had a... One of those PS4 anniversary like silver ones, like oh the uh-huh. twenty year, the twenty year, and uh, the touchpad broke, so he bought a used one that he was of, just going like, to swap that out. He was going to swap out and opened them up, and the parts inside were completely different. 
Nice. That's weird. Well, for the touchpad, it's specifically. Uh huh. I wonder if it just changed over generations. Like the first batch of them were different, and then they figured out a better way, so the rest of them are the same or something. Well, it's probably every now and then when they find ways to make it more efficient to to manufacture, Produce. they change it. Probably. All three. However, that's still very interesting. Mm-hmm. The three controllers that I have here all have the same insides for the most part. I know one thing that Sony definitely changes. They changed the thumbsticks that they were putting on them because the thumbsticks would fall apart. Like they did. Which is why I've replaced the thumbsticks on three w- controllers. What did you replace them with again, Thomas? Just like Xbox thumbsticks. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I put three six Xbox One grips on one of them, but yeah. I have one that's. We should play the division. Oh yeah. So well, what's that, that gonna be? Oh, you want a segue? Is this your topic? Somewhat unintentional okay. segue. So, my favorite boy, Petassi. Petassi. Petassi wrote an interesting article on Monday. Tassi is um, nasty. Talking about the division's DLC. Which is when even he wrote, is like, did anybody else know that the Division's DLC was dropping tomorrow? Yeah, no, I saw Which a is post when I texted like, you and was like, did either of you know the Division DLC is dropping tomorrow? Whoops. And we were just yeah. like, uh, well, turns out it's only for Xbox One and PC. Also convenient. Um, we have more time. We have another. Yeah. Well, month. you know they'll actually. We have another five weeks because we don't get it till August it's five, 3rd. It's five weeks? That's August long. 3rd. They'll actually advertise the launch of the DLC when it comes out for the platform that everybody bought it on. So, we'll talk about that. The only platform So, that his premise, though, was more about DC, DLC in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he specifically referenced uh, yeah. two different types of DLC. Okay. One of the Division, where... It's the timed exclusive DLC. Oh, I, okay. I saw this article. One yeah. group gets the DLC, and the other group has to wait. And then X after X amount of time, they get the entire said DLC. Right. Comparing that to Destiny DLC, where both parties get the DLC together, but then... Bits plus- of it. Bits of Bits said of DLC is exclusive for an entire year. Mm-hmm. Like, for and instance... Which is worse opinion. to the consumer. I mean, he even says in his article, both are anti-consumer. Both are bad for gamers. Like, both of them it's are strictly stupid. there to line the pockets of the developers. But, like... Publishers. Which one... Or publishers. <laughs> to be accurate. Which one is is more egregious... In that, like making one party wait thirty days for till they can play the content, where so like in this case, the division, like some company did some analysis and said like the division sold three point four million copies of the division, one point three of which have been on Xbox and PC, two million have been on PlayStation Four. Right. So 60% of the audience is getting the shaft and having to wait 30 days while on all those noobs. The Destiny's case, the minority is getting punished, but it's not just Xbox is getting punished in having to wait to get guns and armor and levels for an entire year. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, 
Sony players are getting punished in the fact that Bungie only codes one playlist for both parties. So the strikes never get put on the weekly rotations. How do you play the strike if it's not on the weekly rotation? I mean, you could play it like you could just play it on the normal level and pick it. Uh-huh. Like the weekly rotation of the heroic strikes as like the, bit that advances the challenging difficulty and then the nightfall, uh-huh. like the super difficulty that gives you end game rewards. The exclusive levels never are on that, those playlists. The weapons are never sold by the weekly exotic vendor. So basically what you're saying is the content is there, but it's only there as fluff. The content is there, but it's only there as fluff in that the level except for the first time you play it will never be give you anything. You'll the only way to get the guns is through completely random RNG. There's no way to buy them. Hmm. Man, I still think that the division method is the worst method. I would rather miss out on one level and five guns forever than miss out on the entire expansion for a month. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I would lean to agree with you in that I've been on both sides of this now of for years I was on the Call of Duty Xbox side of I was getting DLC 30 days before Sony was. For those plebs. Um, The first case I've been in the shaft of this was Destiny where Sony Sony got shit and I didn't. And other than Hawkmoon, there was nothing that Sony got that was worth a damn. Um, the mission they got is easily the worst strike that exists. Um, <laughs> one of the two guns they got. Have you played is, it? Yes, I've played it. Everybody. How did you play it? it? Because, because after, after the, the year, first year uh, yeah, so it's available now. It's yeah. available now. So the new Man, stuff is not available yet. Destiny's so levels. old. Remember when we used to talk about Destiny all the time? Mm-hmm. Remember when Ryan still talks about Destiny all the time? He doesn't. When's the last time you turned it on? I haven't turned it on in a while. Uh, Mostly just because I've been too busy. But Saturday. we played it all Saturday. weekend long. <laughs> no, it was Sunday. Sorry. Yeah, he's played some Challenge of Elders. He was just waiting for competitive mode. I'll to be launch. the weird one. And go in the opposite direction of both of you. Because it sounds like... Well, okay. I will say that it seems like it's somewhat of a case-by-case basis. Because this Mm. one sounds a bit lamer than I think it would normally be. Because not only are the Xbox players having to wait a year. But it sounds like the PlayStation players are kind of getting like this limped version of this content that they're supposed to have. In the sense that it's hard to get. It's annoying to use. And it's kind of pointless in terms of like progressing your character. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's just like, here's some stuff. There it is. Have fun with it. You know, like, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really do anything for the game. So if it weren't like that, if it were, you know, because I'd imagine that's more of a developer choice to mm-hmm. make it that way. Like, well, they could make the PlayStation players have that content in the weekly playlists and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if it weren't like that bit, where it was just that the Xbox players had to wait a year for this stuff. I would ra- like. I think your point is that it, a year is a long time. Like by the, t- I'm saying by the time that content comes out, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, do I care? Is that really something I needed? Like, evidently, the, the probably things have been nerfed and the meta shifted, and they've probably made so many patches mm-hmm. that gun's basically nothing anyway at this point. Yeah, so. I mean that's kind of what ended up happening. Of like, 
everything was shit in the first year one exclusives except for one hand cannon. And then by the time year two came around, they nerfed it. Hand cannon, so no one needed it. And that's why they gave it for free, because they're like, well, it's kind of nothing special now, so here you go. So when, during this year exclusivity, if I was playing, wait, did, never mind. He figured it out. Never mind. I could literally feel the light. One thing, one counter argument. So, if you're on the Destiny side, okay. One counter argument too is that that kind of makes the division even more shittier for Sony consoles, right? And this, this is this was a funny when I read it. I laughed. Okay, out loud. It's true. He lulled. In that, I'm waiting. Because the division is usually bugged, right? Sony is going to miss out on whatever exploit the Xbox players get to exploit. <laughs> oh, because, because they'll patch they it by wait. the time it comes out for Sony consoles. That's pretty funny, actually. I consider that a pro because we don't have to go into a mission and get 98% through and have the game fucking bug out. It also well, no, means... That's not like... I mean, there is the chance of bugging, but they're saying like... But it's I also think it's a certain chance for like... The, like what if Bullet whatever King? Whatever no version of Bullet, Bullet King. King exists. Yeah. Which, by the way, Bullet King's back. I play legit. Also, when's the last time you even turned on the division? Uh, literally, the last time we played together. When's the last time we played the like division? Four months ago. No, it was like probably two months ago. It feels like four months ago, but it was probably like last month. For all I know, I don't. I don't keep track of this stuff the anymore. New DLC does seem cool, and I'm it seems sad we're very cool. Have to wait a month for it. I'm then. glad. By I'm the time excited. the new DLC hits, Overwatch we'll is going to have... be like a little tamer. Well, we'll I don't be know about hitting that. our ranking cap and we'll be we'll be yeah we'll be scrimming we and having our team together. We don't want to be playing Overwatch anymore. Yeah, well, no, we'll so be getting we'll so be, pissed. Yeah, we'll so. be raging too hard. Why are we playing these teams that are so good? I can't wait to see what our skill rankings are. What do you think we got? So it's out of a hundred. Thirty. Thirty. Forty-two. Forty-two. Ooh, wow, good number. Um, Ryan, I hope you just just to like. In case you're not fully aware of the scale, I'm like, not fully aware of the scale. So one to one hundred. I thought you started out at fifty or something. No, it's one to one hundred. Oh, oh, I actually thought you did start out in the middle. I thought the middle was like average. When I was reading that, at least the GIF I oh, saw wait. was like. Am I thinking is the ranking for this different than the ranking the GIF, for your MMR or MRR or whatever it is? Because I read that post you sent me. And That's, he said you started at like a thousand. That is on oh, no, that is different. You went up like that is just like your ELO rating or your down. MMR rating in casual. Okay. Like that's really just related to how they match make you in the game. Okay, right. The competitive system is separate. You, I don't, we, I don't, I think either of us could be right at this point. But you start out at X number. Whether that is one or whether that is fifty, as an average, you play ten placement well, matches, which affects that rank. And says, okay, like it brings you up to how good you seem to be doing or puts you down to how bad you seem to be doing. And then after those 10, it gives you a league, essentially, I would imagine. Or, is there, is, so, or does it just give you so a rank? The way I didn't Overwatch read that works is, as far as I know, and we will find out tonight when we start playing, as far as I know, you don't, you don't get a skill level until you've completed your placement matches. And oh, okay. then you're placed at your skill level. And... Um, somebody's rocking on my door. Do you want me to get it? No. I can get it. Nicole will get it. Um, so you play your 10 placement so matches, popular. and then you get... I wonder... Now let's see who this is, of course. 
then you get your skill level, whatever that skill level is. Yeah. And once you have your skill level, that's all there is. There's no like League of Legends where like, oh, I'm tier three gold, silver, yeah, bronze. Yeah, so, so it's just a number, it's, which I prefer. If you're 30, you're 25, and I'm 20, that's it. Like, that's your thing. And then it places you against people that are, average. you know, averaged Averaged out, against it. Yeah, okay. Team versus team average. That's and cute. it gives you, and tells so you everybody's if you skill win, level. Then you rank up. And if you lose, yep. you rank down. Yeah. Yep. And that's also all based your on rank. I mean, your skill level just goes up and down. I'd imagine that, that the stuff he described in that post, I think it was Kaplan, wasn't it? Yeah. But I, who, I'm, I'd imagine the things he described in terms of we take into account the hero you use on the map that you use and the stuff that you do and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure some of that's taken into account, but at the end of the day, it really comes down to what's the average team score on the other side and did you win or lose? Well, yeah, that's what. Well, the, the thing that he was well, and so if you the what you're talking about is definitely the MRR. Or whatever that I was reading about is like it averages our MMR and their MMR, then it does an equation and say, okay, well, there's a sixty percent chance they win and there's a forty percent chance you win. Mm-hmm. And then it gives so you like you the win, inverse of that. You get a one point four percent win bonus, and if they lose, you get a one point six times loss bonus or whatever. Whatever. Right. Right. But if they win, they only get a forty percent win. And you only get a forty percent loss or whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically that, but boiled down to even a more one to one hundred number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the I was watching a, a competitive overview from uh, Overwatch Central, and they were saying that mid fifties is a really good score. Snap. So I like was seeing something that said. That already the scene is getting toxic of like people are joining matches and people are bitching like insta insta rage like our team comp is so bad what are you doing uh, I'm sure you can't get rid of toxicity it. nope no. yeah. the gamers bring it not the game I just thought it was funny that like the day like literally the day competitive launched like people are automatically tweeting is like. Today's the day I looked up how to mute a person in Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, like, I'm going to be equally upset. I was like, Reddit, this Overwatch subreddit is now basically just about people complaining about competitive play. But, like, one, learn how to switch to the team chat. Two, if you're not paying attention to the hero thing and you're auto-picking Widowmaker on offense when we need a support. That's your own fault. Like... I mean, hopefully 25 is a high enough level. It's just like every other game. Like, I plenty of times when I was playing League of Legends solo queue, you'd have somebody who's just goofing off, and you're like, hey, man, you got to, like, get serious. And they said, it's just a game. I'm like, if you don't play ranked. If it's just a game, don't fucking play ranked. Like, go back to quick play or whatever it's called. And in League, it's just, okay, so. Let's just move on so that we can get yeah, this over with topic. and play some Overwatch. Yeah, we got off topic there. I thought that was interesting, Ryan. Thanks, fam. You're welcome. Ryan, what, er, what's wow. your great topic? Thomas, what's your, to- what's your topic? So I played, I uh, tried out the PlayStation VR this weekend. Ah, yes. Yeah, did. I did. How was that? Was it heavy? It, no, it is like. Is it plastic? It is plastic. Is it metal? Is um, unobtainium? From what I've read, it sounds people say it's the most comfortable of all yeah. of the things. It was like interesting. It was so. I sat down. The Best Buy ladies. Like one funny thing is like 
the there's a local Cincinnati rep that does all of the PlayStation events. Okay. And like we're like best buds now. Like well, I walked in and, and I like... saw her like walking around Best Buy and I was like, she's ha- she's doing this demo. And then she like walked over and started like setting it up and I was like, okay, I knew. I know. I know who you are. Okay. I didn't say that. Um, but we're basically best buds. Why? Well, cuz she every Every Sony thing Where I tell you about that I'm like, there. hey, you guys want to go? And you're like, eh, I'm busy. You go she's to... always there. Oh, yeah. She She's the local Cincinnati, like, for this area, she's the Sony, like, local events rep. So she's everywhere that I go. It's exciting. Yeah. But, um, so you sit down and she puts the headset on for you. You can't, do you, and... so you can't touch it? Well, no, you no can touch, touch it. it. She puts it on and, like, pulls the back strap in. Oh, just like adjust it for you. And you get to adjust yeah. the actual goggles. And, like, pretty much immediately it was, like, super comfortable. That's crazy. Um, Did it have, like, nice cushions? It does. It has nice cushions on the front. Nicole played it with her glasses on, and it works fine with glasses. Which is important, because let's be honest, there are a lot of us. Yeah. I mean, it's, it didn't even, like, there was no... <laughs> there was no, like, even initial discomfort of feeling like, oh, there's something big on my head. Like, it just, it didn't even factor Which in. is probably what they wanted. Yeah. I mean, it's super comfortable. That well, was awesome. you have such shitty electronics in there, it's got to be light, right? Yeah, I mean, it's only, what, <laughs> like, two batteries and a yeah. screen in there. Why would you have a battery? I don't know. They just took the screen off a of Samsung GR. They just literally put a Samsung put S6, Galaxy S6 in there, and then just, like, an extended battery pack. That's It's made of cardboard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Called Google, so, <laughs> Google Cardboard, right? So the um, so how are the games? How are the games? The experience. How did you like? How did it perform? Did it look good? What was it running on? Was it a PlayStation? Did you get was it to play computer? Final Fantasy fifteen? I did not get to play Final Fantasy fifteen. There was a just a few demos that you could select from. You had about six minutes to play. Okay, that's um, a pretty short time. Yeah. Well, I mean. They're trying to cycle through a bunch of people. I mean, yeah, that like, makes you sense. You could go back I and you were the demos. only person there. Yeah, well, I, yeah, the way I'm envisioning this, it is just you and her hanging out at the Best Buy. Oh, no, no. There were, like, probably six people there when it opened. Oh, okay, cool. Um, which isn't a lot. Most of them got there in, like, the last five minutes. Makes I got sense. there at 11.25. Exciting. It started at noon. I was there, like, 45 minutes early. Um, I wanted to be first in line, loser. Well, I had to make sure. I'd rather be uh, the crazy guy that sits at the Best Buy for 45 minutes to be first in line than the guy that gets there 45 minutes early when you really should have got there two hours early. Yeah, exactly. Because realistically, this was the first time that there was a PlayStation VR in the tri-state area. I think the uh, Microsoft store, what was it, Vive? Yeah, I didn't know that. She she told me, she's like, oh, uh, the Microsoft store in Kenwood has the Vive out for demo. And I was like... Oh, does it still have it? What? I thought it was a one-day thing. We just happened to be there one day, and I looked over, and like people were there, like ten people messing with the headset, and I was like, "Oh, oh, well, they had it uh, Sunday at least." I don't know if it's still there. Microsoft probably so there. much better. Well, the Vive isn't Microsoft. Anyway, HTC. Anyway, um, well, that's kind of weird too, because Microsoft's like kind of like Oculus's thing, right? Like Microsoft and Oculus kind of repaired together. And uh-huh. yeah, but well, I think yeah. that was the partnership on Oculus's side. Like they wanted to partner with Microsoft, but I don't think Microsoft has to have like exclusive stuff with Oculus. Well, Microsoft is a very big company. Also, and yes, I, Xbox partnered with Oculus. Microsoft partnered with Vive. Nobody's talking. I mean, I don't know. They're probably talking, but um, I mean, Oculus could just said, "Hey." Do- 
do you want to give us controllers? And Microsoft's like, sure, we'll give, we'll sell you some controllers. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's <laughs> probably the partnership. Yeah. So you you get to choose a game, and I chose Eve Valkyrie, and it was, and it was like. <laughs> It was pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, how did it? Well, so, what was it? So, what was it running on? Was there, was it just a PS4 hooked up yeah, to it? It was just a PS4, like clearly hooked up to it. Yes, like there was there is this is a space about the big as big as this room. Yeah, there's a little table about half the size of this one with a Sony TV and a Sony PlayStation 4. That's just not like marked up or duct taped or anything. It's just like a PS4. Looks like the one I have sitting no upstairs. What was it? A cabinet of any kind? No. Okay. It was just a literal PS4. Just like a pedestal of a table. Literally a table with a PlayStation. Got on it. it. Okay. Good. With a US, you know, the USB coming out the back for the um, for the breakout box. Yeah. And then the breakout box was sitting on the floor, and then the VR headset was and it looked nice over the chair. Yeah. I mean, it's it was so the first thing I noticed. So I've never played VR before. And she was kind of like, are you sure you want to do Eve? Because this is the most intense VR game there is in our demos and is one of the most intense VR games in general. And you said, do you know who I am? Um, oh, interestingly, there is there was a tiny trash can behind the uh, chair to, for Just quick access if case. somebody's about to hurl. Um, but I was like, no, I, I think I can handle it. She was probably thinking to herself, here we go, get the trash can. Yeah, she said, if you're feeling un- uneasy at all, just just let me know. Just say something, and I'll come take the headset off immediately. Yeah. Uh, and I put the headset on. And I've never played VR before, so I, you know, I was kind of hoping for some kind of watershed moment. Of, well, you're like, like I open my eyes, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but in reality... But in reality, like immediately, I, w- I could see the resolution. Yeah. So not like there wasn't like a screen door effect or and there wasn't like it, it was just like I was kind of hoping. I mean, not hoping. I, I didn't expect it to look like it was being run on a 1080. Yeah. But it definitely looked like it was running on a PS4. Oh yeah, at not 1080p at the minimum. So, like, I, I open and I'm in a cockpit and I look around a little bit and I was like, okay, it's like, all right, I can tell these textures are know, textures, are textures, and they're not like the highest resolution things. Um, but there was depth, right? It was 3D. Yeah, I mean, it was 3D. They are. And... No, I mean, it's just like when I when I. This is also because I haven't done anything virtual reality related. But when I yes. when I imagine someone describing a texture and like feeling like it's a texture, oh oh yeah, you know, like I feel like that doesn't imply any depth. Is all I mean by that? You know what I mean? No, no, yeah, it definitely looked three dimensional. Okay, and so you're you're so it a, was still it was work. It's not like there was like half of the refresh rate wasn't working. It was it yeah was, no okay. no it was just I immediately noticed like it was a thing that the resolution is not you know it's not a four K screen. And I don't remember what Oculus and Vive's resolutions are, if they're 1080p or if they're 1440p. If they're 1080p, I feel like they'll probably run into similar issues. They'll look better than the PS4 game. But they're not going to look, like, absurd. I'm pretty sure it's some weird spec better than 1080p, but not, like, not like 4K. Hopefully it's anything. 1440p. Because, yeah. like, I've been so used to playing 1440p on on my computer that, like... When I play games, and it's not a knock on the PS4, but like when I play games at 1080p, I can tell I'm like, all right, right this right, is right. not as sharp as I'm used to. 
playing games at 1440. But hopefully the Neo fixes that. No, <laughs> I mean you can't change the resolution no. of the hardware. Yeah, they don't even have six teraflops. Let's be honest. Yeah. So the <laughs> you start out and you're like in a you're in a cockpit, you're in a fighter, and you're in like a sci-fi traditional sci-fi like you've got this big launch pad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're talking to you, and I've got the headset on, and they put a nice pair of over-the-ear headphones on you, and they started talking, not they, like the game starts, and they're like, right. all right, this is just a regular old burp, whatever burp, mission, burp, burp. and then like the lights start going, like, beep, beep, and like you hear the noise, and the headphones are really nice, so like everything else, else from outside of the game is gone. All I hear is the game, I'm looking around, and I'm just like trying to test the full... Yeah, um, just the like, full scope of like what I can do. So yeah, I'm sitting here like oh, turning around, <laughs> looking down. I'm sure I looked crazy, but like I'm I've only got six minutes. I got to make the most of this. Yeah, he had to get as much data as possible. And, but it's once the launch sequence started, the all my worries of resolution and like oh this is not like the most amazing looking thing I've ever seen just went away. Cause like the, you hear like the noise. Yeah, Cause once the it, once the game shake, starts, and I'm like, Oh, whoa, whoa. And then like you shoot out and it, it just feels so cool. Cause like you're, sh- you're shooting that down this, like whatever slingshot, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. shoot out on. Launch, and yeah. I can like look to the sides and like, I see the depth and I see, like, you feels like I'm actually like, I guess zooming it, forward. I guess resolution. I mean, at the end of the day, like even if you see the jaggies, right. Not much different than any other game, but at the same time, in the right. middle of a firefight, you really don't notice the artifacts or the texture problems. You're kind of more focused on things that you're doing. Yeah. So then, like, I get in, and I'm out, like, flying and doing space stuff, and yeah. that's not really worth talking too much about. Because, like, if you've ever played any airplane game, it's basically that, but with space graphics. The show. It was... Like my favorite playing of an aircraft game because in aircraft games I always want to like look around because like you gotta get a really good visibility and I could like literally you know I could look away from where I'm flying and see okay there's somebody over there and like do a little boosty whatever maneuver it was like it was it was awesome I was I pleased pleased yeah I was happy about my pre order. I wasn't like blown away, but you felt it was worth your money. Yes, I felt like it was everything I was expecting. I could have hoped for a higher resolution, um, and I did not feel motion sickness at all. So, did the headset vibrate? No. Did the chair vibrated? No. You just okay. You sounded like the you said you felt the, vi- well, the controller oh. vibrates, and, like. The controller vibrated, but it felt like... Well, no, for sure. But, like, the way you described it, I thought you legit were, like, they put rumble packs on Uh, a chair or something. No, it's it's kind of... I thought that'd be kind of cool. It's really hard to explain. It's like the dream... All uh, I, all... You're transported. Like, I didn't feel like... I just hope that all of the VR experiences, or most of them at least coming out, are not going to be shoot a pistol at the random person in front of you aka the final fantasy vr experience because eve valkyrie seems very cool and even even though i don't necessarily like it the resident evil thing seems very cool Mm. but like i can't wait to play i feel like there's going to be a lot of gimmicky things out there yeah the first year or two when when i was reading some stuff about it um post e3 and as Thomas said in our E3 podcast, yeah, 
like using the word experience is definitely the right the, word yeah. for a lot of things and that like the Batman game is a Batman experience. Like it is like a 15 minute little gameplay. Yeah. It's a the, demo. Oh, I have to show you guys. Did I show you guys the final bossman video where he uh, montages where everybody says experience at E3? The, no, but that sounds fun. We'll watch that. Yeah, anyway. we'll watch that. Go on. Um, and just that, that a lot of, like, some of the things that, like, Sony, and he wasn't necessarily bashing Sony, but he was just saying, hey, like, these things that, like, don't think they're full games. Don't think these are going to be huge things. Yeah. These are experiences. These are brief little tech demos. Proofs of concept to basically be like, look how um, dope this can be for 50 minutes. Like, Imagine if this was the Just game. because they threw Batman yeah. up on the screen yeah. and literally didn't say anything. Like, don't think you're getting Arkham Asylum. Like, think yeah. you're going to play Bat, like, play as Batman for 10 minutes and, like, do Batman stuff, but then it's going to be over. Yeah. And it's, for what you're using, that might be more than enough. Yeah. I mean, and they definitely did say similar things of you immediately could tell it wasn't running, it wasn't as powerful as a Vive. Not that it looked terrible, but they're like you could immediately tell this isn't a Vive and this isn't an Oculus. Right. This isn't on par with that. We'll have to get you in one of those and see what the difference is. Yeah, we'll just go to the Microsoft store. Yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah, I I am excited. Good. Oh yeah. I would never want you to not be excited about your four hundred dollar purchase. Five hundred dollar purchase. Five hundred dollars. God. And just wait when you had to buy a Neo next March. I will buy a Neo next March, and I'll like it. Because I'm an adult, and I can spend my money on whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. Especially $1,000 air conditioning units. Uh, yeah. Airbnb is paying for that. So, I believe it's time to vote. It is time to vote. Overwatch? No. <laughs> I vote for Overwatch competitive mode. Um, Ryan. Yeah, like the half of Ryan's topic that wasn't even really part of Ryan's topic. Hey. What? No, I'm voting for Ryan's topic of DLC time DLC sucks. Yes, I think I, I agree. Thanks, guys. All right, let's go play some Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Adios.